Peace, peace, greetings. What's going on? It's your host, Mr. Mercy. I'm your man, Cool Breeze. What's going on, people? This is Sin Radio Cast. Definitely, man. 2021, first show. Uh, a lot of technical difficulties, but we are pushing through and uh, bringing you the first show of the new year. And hopefully you guys enjoy this one. We're going to break this one up because, like I said, some technical difficulties prevented us from uh, uploading the last uh, show. So we apologize for that again, but we're, we're just trying to fine tune this thing, man. So anyways, man, how is it, man? How, how are you over there, Mr. Cool B? Um, heard you just went to Vegas recently. Yeah, um, everything is cool, man. Um, I can't complain, my sister was in town. So we did a trip out in Vegas for a couple of days. Uh, it was, it was, it was a, a good getaway. There were people out, but everybody, I guess, was uh, pretty much social distancing and and doing their thing. But it was uh, it was a needed trip. Even you know, it's not far away, but it's you know always good to get out of your your spot where you rest your head from time to time and see something different. But you know, Vegas is always a, a fun place, so it was uh, it was needed. You know. Oh, absolutely, man! Absolutely, man! And shout outs to Vegas, man! I, I went there once. Uh, several years ago, had a really good time out there. And uh, if you've never been to Vegas, I, I just advise everybody to just take a trip out there at least once. You know, um, there's a lot of things to do. I mean, even you could bring the family, you can go solo, but this is just a lot of things to do. And there's a lot of things outside of Vegas as well that you can do as well. So, mm, yeah, 100%. It's always a good look, man. I, I, as I said, um, it's never a dull moment in Vegas, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. I can imagine, man. So, um, yeah, man, New Year, man. Um, it's, 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 it's been off to a crazy start. Um, <laughs> a lot of events have taken place. Um, man, I don't know, man. I hope this year is not a continuation of 2020. <laughs> you know, hey, my biggest fear. Listen, man, I think that... Nothing could be as bad as 2020 was, you know? And I'm looking at it like this. Now it's just like, you have to make the best of what you have. And things, I hope, can only go up from this point forward, you know? I'm not trying to bring 2020 vibes into 2021. I'm trying to make sure that this year is the best year ever. I'm claiming it. And everybody should claim it too. It's positive thinking, positive reinforcements. <laughs> Not trying to have a bad 2021. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> Speak it into existence, brother. I'm with that, man. You have to, man. <laughs> hey, yo, before we get started, man, I just like to shout out uh, Turntable Tendencies. Um, shout outs to them, man. You gotta, mm. you guys gotta check them out. Those guys are official over there. Check out the website. Uh, Real DJing, real hip hop, you mm. know, the type of stuff that you don't really hear on the radio anymore, but just just a great vibe over there. And we like to shout mm. you guys out, man, for showing us love. Yeah, it's official. Definitely official tissue on that side of town. Turntable tendencies, you want to definitely tune in and you're going to hear um, a lot of nice hip hop mixing and um, scratching and all that stuff from very talented DJs in the game. So yeah, do it, man. 
And R.I.P. shout outs to send in peace to rapper MF Doom, Ecstasy from Houdini, uh, Breaker uh, Shabadoo, Pop Smoke, FBG Duck, Mo3, King Vaughn, and Rapper Huey, and a whole host of other people, man. We, we couldn't name all of y'all, but Ascend in Peace, we lost these great brothers in the year mm. 2020. And just take a moment of silence. Yeah, man. Mm. Shout out to them, man, and their families, man. Yeah, so, yeah, without further ado, man, let's get into it, man. We Today's show title is Take It or Leave It. Mm, okay. Take It or Leave It, man. This is going to be a multi-topic show uh, where we present uh, different scenarios and we decide if we would take it or leave it. Mm. And this is going to pertain to the new year, uh, certain projections. So, you know, we'll, we're going to get into that. It's just going to be a light show. We're not going to try to go too deep with it. Just have a little fun with it for all the listeners out there. So, mm. man, so where should we start, man? Where should we start, man? So much to talk about. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot of stuff to talk about, Merce. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> so, man, so let me ask you this, man. Let's start with this, uh, just all national right. world news type of stuff. Okay. So do you feel the world will be back to its pre-COVID operations in 2021? Take it or leave it. Okay, so when you say pre-COVID operations, you mean a continuation off of what was happening this year? I mean, sorry, last year, to 2020. No, what happened, pretty much when I say pre-COVID, before it happened, like things going back oh, to Oh, back to normal. Okay, I got you. Right. No, um, I think it will be a new norm that's gonna be set. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna leave it because I don't think it's gonna go back to normal. I think it's gonna go, uh, it's gonna be something different that they're gonna try to um, push to the people on a global scale. I don't really think that things are gonna go back to normal how people will um, expect it to be. An example would be, just look at the lines to get into certain grocery stores um, into any type, any type of business, established business, there's always going to be uh, a waiting line to wait outside, and you know um, how people are delivering food and dropping food off to people's cars. Because so now you have supermarkets and other uh, big brand stores like Target, uh, Walmart, and all of these uh, <clears throat> other companies. They are going to be uh, well. They already started doing this from before taking the um like pre-ordering your stuff and then you'll have people who work in the store bring the stuff out to your car so i think it's going to be more businesses that are going to be with dealing with people and trying to have less contact as possible so i think that's just going to be one of the things that's going to happen but i think a lot of new things are going to be introduced that people never ever saw it's going to be like, okay, wow. But I think people are going to adjust to it just like anything else. Okay, adjust. Hmm. Adjust. That's, that's interesting, man. I just it, it just seems like this is pre-planned to me when I hear that uh, people are being introduced to new things. And, and sometimes in my head, I'm like, was hmm. this planned down, you know, before, like, long ago? Well, because it's just, to me, it's like certain things just so conveniently lined up to just put things just fall into place to me. Yeah. You know? I I I think so. I think that um if it if it's too easy 
and people kind of fall in line like sheep, you have to kind of question it. I always say question everything anyway. So it's just like, if something in your gut tells you that this doesn't make any sense, I think you should question it. But what about yourself, man? Do you think that things are gonna go back to the norm or, you know, um, or things gonna be something different? Take it or leave it. I'm gonna leave it. Just mm. for the simple fact that I know that nothing stays the same. The only right. thing constantly change. Yep. So for I agree. Me, things are gonna operate in 2021 the way it operated in 2011 is just not realistic to me. You know, you got new people in power. You have uh, a new elect president. Okay. So it's like, no, I absolutely don't think things are coming back to normal. Okay, <laughs> so let me miss certain things. Okay, you know? so let me ask you a question. So, do you think that um, COVID restrictions will increase this year in 2021? That's a good question, right there. That's a very good question. I'm going to leave it. Okay. I think why is because a lot of people a little bit more aware of it. At least right. when it first came, it was something brand new. People weren't too sure about. And obviously, we're taking out all the precautions we could mm -hmm. just to make sure that it wasn't spreading. And I think people a little bit more desensitized to it to a degree. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. no, no, I, I, I could say that. It, it, I don't think it will increase this year. Um, and I think people are going to have a little bit more pushback because with all the lockdowns in certain states and in certain countries, yeah, you know, people are, are, are getting upset, especially a lot of business owners. For instance, in the state of New York, a lot of the restaurant owners are very upset with Governor Cuomo and uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio for their lack of, like, a real plan for reopening. And right. people, you know, looking at that and saying, damn, man, you know, look at how many uh, businesses left New York City. New York mm. City's kind of like a ghost town and you know New York City is just one of the shining examples for the United States of America and for that to look like a ghost town is a little bit troubling so yeah yeah I, I would say so I just think that even from what I read and from what people were telling me that um, a lot of people have left New York and brought properties or, or renting properties in other states and even out of the country, man, because it was getting that bad in New York. I heard it's not just a ghost town, but it's just like, um, it's a, it's certain parts of New York City, it's like the wild, wild west, man. A lot of gun crimes is going up, robberies are going up, murders have gone up. So it's just like, um, who wants to be in the middle of that, you know? Absolutely, man. I know I don't, and I'm glad yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah, so, so I feel you. So I got one for you, man. Do you think Black Lives Matter will still matter in 2021 take it or leave it uh i will say this i will say leave it i would say the statement black lives matter i agree with the statement but the movement i don't know what the movement really is man because you know i don't really see uh black lives matter and this is just my opinion i don't see black lives matter opening up uh, certain types of schools or educational centers. They're marching, but what is all of this marching really doing? Is it really helping people? Because people like, it's giving awareness to this. 
awareness to that. But if you open up a school with all of the money that these people have been receiving, open up a center where you can teach a certain trade to somebody. That that's what really matters. A skill set. That's what really matters. You know, education. That's what really matters. Uh, you know, because the word knowledge is to know and it's to have the edge. So if you don't have that knowledge, how are you going to get ahead in life? Marching is not really going to help pay the bills or, or get ahead. You know, that's just one thing that people have been doing for eons, but it shows you that the money is where the real power is at. So I don't think, I'll say I'll leave the, um, the Black Lives Matter Still mattering in, in 2020. Matter, I'll leave it in 2020. But the statement, I'll, I'll definitely say I'll take that statement all day because, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, but I just don't like what I see, how the media portrays certain things. I want to see certain places getting built up and certain individuals getting picked up and built up instead of marching. That's just my take on it. Nah, that's a good take, man. A very interesting take. You said the term will still live on, but you don't know about the movement. And I, I don't know about the movement. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movement seems a little bit all over the place to me. And right. I don't know if it's if it's been clearly defined, but it seems like the movement only gets moving when there's some type of police activity, some type right. of shooting, so-called racial injustice. That's right. when I see these people. But, you know, when you know, let's say someone from the same neighborhood, same skin color, shoot each other, they're they're just loudly silent. And right. that really bothers me about that movement. And uh, when I talk to a lot of people that support it, they say, well, we got to take care of uh, social injustice first. And I'm like, yeah, but before you take care of that, you got to take care of each other. Yeah, uh, 100%. So, you know, that's just my take on it, man. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I just think that certain people really, you can't really be one-sided when it comes to a lot of these things, man. You really have to speak to people and really don't just take certain things for face value because what you see that's up in front of you, in front of your face, is not normally what the case may be. Oh, you know, people are getting killed left and right and blah, blah, blah. I get that. But at the same time, you know, there's always, and this is an old saying, there's always one way to skin a cat. So if certain things are happening in one situation, there's so many different approaches that you can do to combat that situation. But I just think the marching is like a little outdated for me, man, personally. Absolutely, man, absolutely. I, I could I could see your angle on that one. Mm. So I got a good one for you. Okay. The way technology is moving right now and the popularity of, um, you know, cryptocurrencies, do you feel that cryptocurrencies will eventually replace the dollar bill in 2021? Take it or leave it? I would say I will leave it just for the simple fact is that I don't think that it's going to replace currency because the currency is still relevant for now. But I think with cryptocurrency is definitely a game changer and the momentum of cryptocurrency is actually speeding up 
because now more and more people are like, oh, well, cryptocurrency this and cryptocurrency that. There's certain um, businesses that accept cryptocurrency now. So I think it's going to rank up there. Um, it may eventually replace the actual paper dollar or the coin. But as far as this year, it's not going to happen. Although in certain countries, I know like Sweden, they don't even take um, paper money. They do everything on card. If that I'm doesn't. Not- that doesn't raise a red flag to you that every transaction that you make can be possibly monitored by a third party? That's not really... Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, to me, I mean, I, I have a lot of issues with it because the thing is, you know, if you're constantly using your card and all your your money or whatever is on your on your cryptocurrency card... Who's to say that somebody can't break in and steal your money off of your card? Who's to say that if you lose your card, how th- that could be you possibly possibly be your life on that card? You know, so I, I just don't un- I just don't know as of now, but they'll figure a way around it how that's going to play out down the line as far as um will we'll give you three different cards and and this one card will have this, or this next card will have that. So you could take this card with you, but use this card to pay your bills. Or you, I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I know that I've read an article where I think it was like an NFL football player took some of his pay, if not a lot of his pay, in cryptocurrency. He didn't take his check; he took cryptocurrency. So, wow. so people are getting paid. And accepting cryptocurrency as their as their payout, you know, it's crazy. But it but in this new reality that we live in, you know, it it may seem new to certain people, and certain people have a hard time to try to try to get their head or to wrap their head around it. But I mean, this is what some of the new norm is going to be. So cryptocurrency will be here. I say leave it because it's not going to take place of the dollar in 2021, but I'll say take it for down the line. Okay, okay, man. Damn, man. I, you pretty much said most of what I was going to say anyways. Okay, so well, there you I, go. I'm going to leave it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to leave it. Yeah. So let me ask you this next question then, being that we're talking about money and finances and stuff like that. Let's take it to the educational side. Will major universities and colleges collapse in 2021? Take it or leave it? Mm, that's a good one. I'm going to leave it. Uh, okay. I don't think that that will happen due to the fact that there are so many universities. Uh, mm-hmm. The sport, the sporting world really supports the universities, mm-hmm. especially the major ones, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, and you know, big universities like that. So I don't think those universities are going to go anywhere in 2021. Right. But I do think the way that they function will definitely change over time. Mm, I agree. Mm-hmm. Due to the fact that obviously we're in a so-called global pandemic, and I do mean so-called. Right. I don't really see what it is, but, you know, the way that the powers that be are pretty much leading the herd you can pretty much expect schooling not just universities 
but just regular schools, elementary schools, high schools, to start to go through some type of change in the way in in a, a serious shift in the way that they educate uh, children. So yes, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'll, I'll say um, the universities will still be around, but like I said, certain aspects of it will be altered moving forward. Got you. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. I think that, um, you know, now people are not going to take out loans of like 20, 30, 40, even up to $100,000 just to go to a school. So definitely these universities are going to try to, they're going to have to try to uh, change the, um, the pay structure of how they take money from students in order for them to get their education. Because if we're in a pandemic, who's going to go off to college and pay an exorbitant amount of money to, to uh, go to a university when, you know, when, a, as I said, the pandemic is not guaranteeing you any work, you know, Ooh, outside of point. that. That's a very good point. So that's a very it, good point. Yeah. So it's like I, I, I got to kind of look at the structure of how everything is going and you have to adapt. And you know what they say, if they don't adapt, if anybody doesn't adapt, you're going to fail, man. So these schools are now, I think they're probably, and this is just my opinion, they're probably kind of scrambling to see like, what's the next thing? What's what what's going to happen? And they're trying to figure certain things out because now everything is becoming a little bit more harder because people are that work at these universities, a lot of these people are not at the schools. They're at different locations or whatever. So it's hard to kind of, you can't just knock on um, your your coworker's door or whatever the case may be. You have to call them and you have to get on these Zoom conferences and things like that. And everybody's internet is not the greatest. And it's just, so it's a lot of different variables. So they're just going to have to figure that out, bro. And that's just my take on that. Yeah, and I think they got it figured out. Uh, I don't think things happen by chance, and a lot of these people uh, that run a lot of these universities are, are forward thinkers, so I'm sure they already have some things already lined up. A, con- us, a know, contingency plan. Right, contingency plan, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. So so let's switch it up real quick, man. Uh, since 2020 started, uh, you know, we had the uh, Georgia runoff elections and... Mm-hmm. Um, the whole situation with uh, Donald Trump, so-called president-elect Biden, you know, they were talking about voter fraud, uh, mm-hmm. all these things were going on, and it's just been a big shit show. And yeah. recently, there was a, a, a so-called riot on Capitol Hill. Now, my question is, a lot of people feel it was a staged event, and mm-hmm. are questioning how they were able to just run into Capitol Hill and, and run into the offices of, uh, I believe it was Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. and pretty much take a picture and go live with police in front of the in front of the building. So mm-hmm. the question is, do you feel the riot was staged? Take it or leave it. Ah, oh, boy, this is a tough one because as I said to you before that a lot of this stuff right now is still fresh, it's still new. So I don't like to jump the gun on certain things without having all of the pieces to the puzzle. But it's just, I watched a little bit of the footage 
from some of the people getting interviewed. And some of these interviews, something seems a little bit off about these interviews. It seems like they're reading from a script or something. And and I have a lot of questions that, um, you know, gunshots are going off. They say a woman got killed inside of the Capitol Hill building. And bullets are flying. And I don't really see anybody running, you know. And one guy interviewed the lady, said she got shot, I think. Somebody interviewed, not the lady, somebody interviewed one of the guys that was in there with her and helped her. And she got shot and I saw her get knocked out or knocked down. And then the guy said, oh, they shot me. And he said that she said something along the lines, but I'm like, okay, she got shot. She looked like she's passed out, but she's having a conversation with you. I'm like that, like, I don't know, man. That seemed a little off. And it was just like, all of these people from all over the place are coming to Capitol Hill and like, were these people all friends or were they all part of a group or something? Or were they just went down there and it's had this kind of camaraderie or like, what, like what's going on? So it's a, so now they're saying in the media, all of these people are getting fired from their jobs and getting arrested and all of this other stuff. But I'm like, I don't know, man. It, it just something seems a little off about this whole thing. And I always say question everything, but um, it, it could be real. I mean, it, it you know, but my well, question, one, one, one thing I have a question. My question is, how did all these people storm the Capitol building? And, and, and where's the security for the Capitol building? So were these senators in the building? How come shots didn't ring out? You know, that, that doesn't make any sense. I see videos of police encouraging people, waving people to come in. I'm like, this is this off, man. So it's a yeah, lot they, of things. They, they apparently opened up the barricade. I'm not sure if that's true because I don't watch the news. Right. In my personal opinion, there's a reason why I don't watch the news. And the news to me is not very credible to me, you know? Right, I get it. Trust me, I understand. And I understand that perception is reality. Yeah. Perception is reality. You know, the news to me ain't too different from a Hollywood set. They do read from something. You right. know, your, your daily news, they read from something. They read from a script. And I know through, you know, from doing editing, that a person can go on the scene and make an event look a certain way when it wasn't even that way. You know, editing. And I just look at it like this, like, if I wasn't there, I'm not sure it happened. <laughs> you know, they say the TV the greatest invention of mind control. And I tell people, be careful what they put out there because, be, you know, be careful, beware of what they put out there because a lot of these things have narratives, man. So uh, hey, I'm going to uh, take it on this one. I, I think it was it was somewhat staged. So yeah, I, I I'll have to agree. I think part of it was staged, and I think other parts of it weren't. And uh, and I would say you know the crowd of people that went down there, the marching and stuff. I would say that would be real. But then again, who's to say that within that crowd they didn't have certain people who are crisis actors interviewing these people and and pushing certain narratives and things like that. So it could have been a little bit of both. So I'll say I'll and take ladies it. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, 
crisis actors are real. Yep, 100%. Don't call Facebook fact checkers. Crisis actors are real. So cut that nonsense out. Oh, dude. They got, fact check that. Yo, they got websites geared for crisis actors. So that, and that's a fact. That's 100% fact. So it's just like um, you can go online and look it up. There's sometimes I've saw ads on Craigslist for people to come down to to uh, be crisis actors and things of that nature, and they have the pay scale on there and everything. So I, I I witnessed that with my own two eyes. So definitely the crisis actors are a real thing. So you know, definitely man. So I I want to leave off with this one, this segment with with this particular story, which uh, I didn't really hear too much on the ma- the mainstream media. Uh, CNN did uh, do an article on it, but um, a lot of people aren't aware that um, the country Turkey just recently passed a a ban on same-sex couples adopting children. Mm, okay. Now, my question to you is, do you feel Turkey will reverse its ban for same-sex adop- adoptions in 2021? Take it or leave it? Um, I don't think that they're going to... Um change the ban at all as of right now I'm not sure if there was like a huge outcry from the people about you this know was. you know the LGBT community isn't gonna let that ride yeah oh but, yeah it's definitely pushback you know but, as a matter of fact uh, mm-hmm. let's see let's see I'm, let me read here uh, there's a, a gentleman by the name of David Vig directly uh direct sorry director of mm-hmm. amnesty hungry he said these discriminatory discriminatory homophobic and transphobic new laws rushed through under the cover of coronavirus pandemic are just the latest attack on the lgbtq people by hungrian authorities but but here's my thing with it right i feel people if they have the same-sex marriage, they have been adopting people. I don't know when that has started, but they've been doing it for a couple of years now. But my only thing with that that I don't like, and I've read a couple of articles about it, is that you have people of the same-sex marriage adopting a lot of kids, specifically black children, and then just doing sexual acts with them and things of that nature. And or you have a single or a single person who may who may or may not be gay or whatever, they'll adopt someone and then wind up getting into a relationship with them. Because there was an article that I read about that. And this is the thing where um, a lot of people now are kind of trying to crack down on that. And that's why some people are opposed to same-sex marriages because it's pretty much for the welfare of the children. And I'm not saying that there aren't any gay people that go out and have kids and stuff like that. And, and you know, and then everything turns out great because you have those situations, but then you have some people who are sleazeballs who go out and just want to adopt these kids, like these kids are their toys or something like that, and for them to do whatever they want to do with them. I definitely hate that. I definitely think that people should crack down on that for sure. But I mean, it's all in it's all in the individuals who are at the top who want this to happen. As far as 
they want these adoptions to go through and things like that. And sometimes they don't even do the proper protocol for, for these adoptions. They just kind of push them, usher them along, but you can't usher somebody's life along like that or their safety. So I think the proper, proper, proper protocol should be done from start to finish, because at the end of the day, you can't just take a child and put them with somebody and just say, okay, cool. We're getting them out of, um, out of uh, a bad environment or we're getting them out of a foster home and you put them in somebody else's home and that could potentially be a nightmare, you know? So I think as of now, they're going to leave that because there's a lot of things that are happening within our government and other people's government where they just say, you know, this, this is what it's going to be for right now. It may change, but as I said, the public outcry has to be enough where they're going to overthrow certain things. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and, and and the thing about it is, is it works both ways. And this is not a shot at anybody that's part of that community because it works both ways. Right. You can have mm-hmm. heterosexual um, couples that can adopt a child and be abusive. It's been yeah. plenty of situations like that. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to put that out there. A hundred percent. I think that it, they won't be changing it. It looks like it was pushed through very covertly the way he said it. Mm. But like you said, uh, the outcry has to be very, very, very uh, serious. And I'm not really sure what Turkey, what the religion is in Turkey. Is it Islam? Is, is Islam a popular religion in Turkey? Because I think that might play a, a part because a lot of those Islamic countries or countries where the population has a lot of Islamic um, devout followers, they don't really play that with the same-sex couples. And if that's the case with Turkey, I have to do a little bit more research. I can see why they did this. Okay, so um, I think it's a Judaism, Christianity, and Islam as well. Okay, so it's, it's for all three. So it's all three of those. Yeah, but you know, some countries just have a it's majority. Sometimes the right. Christians are in the majority, and there's times they're in the minority. So, yeah. So I think it's it's like now it's like ninety nine percent of Turkey's people today are Muslim. So, but Ooh. they have they have these other um, religions there, which are you know Judaism and Christianity as well too. But Muslim is like the the top dog over there. So, yeah. That yeah, I, I kind of figured that much. Right. So man, we're gonna we we'll definitely be back on uh with the next segment. Uh we wanna break the show up. We were having a lot of technical difficulties doing the show uh in as one. And so we're gonna break it up. So Mr. Mercy signing off. Your man Cool Breeze signing off. This is Sim Radio Cast, man. Check out the other half. Peace. Peace.